Now, it's time for Mark and Kitchen. Call the show at 401-737-1287, Southern New England Sports Original, 1037 WEI. All right, hour two of the Mark and Kitchen show, 401-777-1037 is the phone number. Mark Dondero, Bang Kitchen here live at the card show. Uh, for, brought to you by Card Vault here at Gillette Stadium. Uh, it's really filled up now, Kitch. Yeah, there's a ton of people here now. People um, buying, selling, awesome. trading. It's in the, uh, what do you call this? The pavilion, the foyer here the at Gillette Putnam Stadium. Investment. The Putnam Investment Putman, Pavilion. Putman pavilion. But, 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 I like this better than the Fenway show we did went back to in like June or something like that. Yeah, it was May. May? Yeah. This is pretty awesome. This is really cool. Great grab setup. a ticket, come on down. I think it's here today and tomorrow. All day. Today and tomorrow, yeah. It's a big show. A lot of vendors, a lot of PSA 10s that you can get your hands on. So uh, stop on by. We're over here, too. So listen, here's the thing. The New England Patriots, there's just so many levels to this. And credit to them, this is what they hit on before. This is what they hit on 23 years ago. But it, you can't just get the quarterback. You have to get the coach. And that is why you could tell me, I mean – we also, I still think if I had to put money on it, it would be Gerard Mayo taking over for Bill Belichick. I don't know if that's going to be the case, but then it comes down to, do you, do you trust that guy or whoever is going to be the one making the pick? Because even if you get the next great quarterback, he's got to have some type of competent coaching with him to ultimately achieve his potential. Trevor Lawrence maybe. A victim to that a little bit maybe he hasn't achieved quite as high of a, a potential as we thought or to this point it's still a work in progress because of some of the pitfalls that he had to deal with with urban meyer early on or just being the first overall pick and going to a bad situation you have to have the right situation well look, look at herbert right now right isn't that a perfect example of what you're talking about there you go you know a guy who's got all the talent in the world you know he, he's not as quite as good as some of the elite quarterbacks in the league but I think we all think he can be, and the biggest thing that's been holding him and that team back is coaching. So that's a perfect example of it, why just because you end up someplace or you get that quarterback doesn't mean your work's over. Yeah. you got plenty of work you got to do. I, I just I really need to see them actually invest in the offensive side because they have so many holes they need to fill, so many. They put themselves in such a bad situation where you've got some aging veterans who – you know, are still giving you a little bit of something, but you know you can't rely on those guys in a year or two. So you're going to have to turn those positions on the roster. I'm talking about some of those guys on the offensive line, Andrews and Brown. You're going to have to turn over guys at the tight end position. You're going to have to turn over guys at the wide receiver position. And here's the other thing, Kitch, that I haven't heard discussed very often, and maybe it's just because we all there's not much you can do, but this is a big situation, a big moment, and a big deal. But the Patriots are obviously trending in the wrong direction and heading towards a top three draft pick, if not higher. Okay, They're going to need a new quarterback for sure. They're going to need a new coach, either now or soon. If it's not this year, it should be. If it's not this year, very soon. Okay. My question to you and to everyone, who's making that decision? I mean, these are big franchise-altering decisions here. Is it Robert Kraft making that decision? Is Jonathan Kraft even remotely capable of making that decision? Well, I think it's mostly Jonathan. Okay, so Jonathan's going to make that decision. Does he know what the hell he's doing? I'm not saying he doesn't. I don't mean to – it's not a disrespectful tone I don't mean to take. I just don't know if he actually knows what he's doing. He's never hired a head coach. Jonathan, 
I think he does know what he's doing. Okay. I'm, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I understand what you're saying is it, it is another unknown, unknown that's going on with this team. Who's the guy that's going to be putting in the the general manager? Who's going to be the guy that's putting in the new head coach? Yeah, there, there's so many question marks with this team. And honestly, what put them in this position right now is pure arrogance. Pure arrogance over the last five years, six years. And, and years. mismanagement, genuine mismanagement. Yeah, but that mismanagement stems from arrogance, I think. Thinking that they're better than they are, thinking about some of the guys that are better than they actually are. Well, it's pure arrogance. I guess. You, you, no, it is, because you look back at what was that Ian O'Connor uh, report where it was like uh, from his, his book, it was like, yeah, we could take the 15th best quarterback in the league and get the same results that we get with Brady. Well, that's who, pure who, arrogance. I, okay, that's, yeah, that's arrogance. You, you think your system is greater than the player. That's yeah. just not the case. And who, you're talking Bill? Well, yeah, it, it all stems from Bill. Yeah. It entirely, I think the Kraft's arrogance stems from actually from Bill. Well, the Kraft's big mistake was not realizing how much the Patriot way was Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick. They thought, I think they got fooled that it was more Belichick. Like some of these people that have, I guess, classified Belichick as more the reason the Patriots won those games. I think the Kraft sort of fell into that and thought it was more Belichick than Brady. And I think that was their mistake. So everybody has a hand in this, obviously. Yeah, no, it's a big part of that. And I think they, they f fell in love and believed with, in Bill and made that decision. It's, it's pure arrogance. Why, why do you think no one on the team has had a higher salary than Bill over the last few years? You wouldn't give Tom Brady $25 million, but you're giving Bill Belichick $25 million. What world does that compute? Well, the thing that doesn't make any sense that never has made any sense to me is why they let Brady go. Why Bill let Brady go, walk. Because he thinks he's everything. He's the highest paid guy yeah. in the organization, not named Kraft. Right? Yeah. He thinks it's his system that has put them in this position over the last 25 years, not the players. Right? Yeah, probably. I mean, but, th but that's why? the only explanation you can come up so with. The, so then he just put it in cruise control? Why did he, if he let Brady go, why didn't he do everything possible to win without him, to prove to everyone that I am the system? It's me. Well, he didn't do that. He put it in cruise control. I think he, he did think that, though. I think he did think he was the system, and that's why I can wait on a quarterback. I'll just bring in Cam Newton in July. How, how could you think that, though? Everything around him was falling apart, and it has fallen apart. Because he thinks uh, his coaching style, his system is greater than the players. And that's not the case, and it's never been the case. The players are the ones that go out there and win. That, that's what will never compute with me. I'll never understand the mentality. Because the only thing that I can see, I mean, I always relate a lot of stuff to golf because I love it. But you, if, you, if you ease up for one second, in golf, if, you, if you lose focus or lose mechanical focus for one second in golf, the shot's in the woods. It felt like Bill Belichick lost a little bit of focus. And in the NFL, that's all it takes. And you lose Brady well, along yeah. with some focus, and that's it. I put my feet up for a little bit. I got it licked. I'm going to enjoy. I, I think there was an aspect. I've Damn it, I've won six Super Bowls. I've brought this organization to levels they never dreamed about. I still want to do this, but, you know, I want to work with who I want to work with. And I'm not going to necessarily do everything that's always in the best interest of the football team because, damn it, six Super Bowls, look at the banners, and I want to still coach. And that ruined the Patriots. Well, I mean, look at what happened over the last couple of years. During the 
last five years of the Brady thing, you saw everyone working consistently, working really hard. There were, quote, unquote, no days off. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, all right, you know, we got a little scrap here in a preseason game. We'll, we'll blow out our uh, joint practices. All right, we're going to call this one early, this practice. We're going to, you know, we're going to take Tuesday off. You weren't seeing that stuff before. You've seen that a lot more in the last three years than you had in the previous 20. A lot more of that stuff. So, to your point, yeah, he partly put it on cruise control because of that arrogance. Well, I don't know why you would do that and get rid of Tom Brady or let Tom Brady walk out the door. I don't know how you didn't know that that's the guy that was keeping it all together, especially if you were interested in just kind of kicking back and putting it on cruise control and kind of letting the product produce on its own. It doesn't make any sense to me. Meanwhile, uh, just real quick around the league, I don't know how at this point the Kansas City Chiefs don't end up back in the Super Bowl. I mean, the AFC has fallen apart, absolutely fallen apart. Joe Burrow is out for the year. The Bengals were kind of rocky anyway. They weren't in a great place. They're starting to turn it around. They turned it around bit. a little bit, but Buffalo clearly isn't what we thought they were. Nope. I don't think they're turning that around. I think they're going to just try to salvage, uh, save face a little bit, maybe make the playoffs. Baltimore just lost Mark Andrews. Now, you know, I've never been a huge believer in Lamar Jackson in the playoffs. Losing your top weapons certainly isn't going to help. Their defense is better than I thought, but now you lose your number two guy, or number one weapon, number two guy overall on the team, arguably. Not going to happen. Jacksonville just got blown out at home. I know the 49ers are good, but you don't get blown out at home. Can't trust Miami. If you're a good, Miami can't beat good teams. So it's like... Who's the number two team? Houston? Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Houston are after that. There's nobody else in the whole AFC. It's really The whole bad. conference. If you're the Jets, you're sitting there going, we might... We might survive this. And, and is all the talent, the Chargers are the 12th seed. The Bills are the 11th seed. How pathetic is that? That's unbelievable what happened to the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen. Unbelievable. I mean, he has completely lost his way. They've lost, And they have digs. They have this top guy. They have lost their way. Um, it's going to be the Chiefs. And then the NFC, I think, will be an interesting race between Dallas, Philly, San Francisco. Um, is there another team I'm forgetting out of the NFC? That'll basically be the race in the AFC, in the NFC, and they'll be the ones that challenge the Chiefs because I don't, you know, Detroit seven and two. I don't necessarily buy that they're going to be a team. No, Detroit that feels more like Minnesota did last correct. year. Correct. Seattle six and three. I don't, I don't no, buy I it. Minnesota six and four. Them. It's, it's Dallas. It's San Francisco. It's Philly, and it's probably going to be Dallas. Check that. It's probably going to be San Francisco and Philly. Yeah. Back in the NFC Championship game. I don't trust Dallas. I don't believe in Dallas. No. They've so, done this to us how many times now? Right. That's what it's going to be, and then we'll see where we're at. Okay? But that's it's going to be one of those three teams, and I think Dante Scarnecchia just arrived. Is that Dante that just walked by? Uh, yeah, sure. Guy, sure. White hair guy. Yeah, that looked like him. Yep, there he uh, is. We should have made a, uh, an offensive line comment. But it just it's – I'll never I, – I cannot believe how the AFC dissolved before our eyes. I can't believe that. It's a, it's, it is astounding. I mean, there's been a rash of quarterback injuries this year, but – you know, this should have been a perfect opportunity for the Chargers to take that next step. Sure. And prove that they are a quote-unquote contender. You have some of those other contending teams in the AFC start to fall aside, as we talked about with Buffalo and Cincinnati. You should have been able to kind of position yourself amongst them or above them. Miami, same situation. It, it seemed like they were high-flying, and now it just doesn't feel right with them. They got Devon A-Chain coming back off that injury, so maybe things start to turn around a little bit for them, but... They, they feel ultimately fraudulent. 
I don't know if I'd say fraudulent. Their defense I, isn't good. They're not that good. I, again, can they win a big game? Can they win a play? I, I, but honestly, if you gave me one team, who's the biggest threat right now in the AFC to the Chiefs? Who is it? I mean, we're in a position now where I'm almost saying Miami, but I think it's Baltimore. I would have said Baltimore, and I would have given them a legitimate chance. Is Andrew's Andrew's done for the out for the season? Yes. Yeah. Ankle. Yeah, that, that's pretty rough, but I, you know what? I still I, I still think they could do it because... I mean, Lamar Jackson would have to really raise his game and, ta- and you know, take over at points at times. Yeah, well, Flowers, Bateman, OBJ, yeah. like, that's still a decent decent wide receiver. Good player. running game. You, you might eat good running game. You might see more Zay Flowers. And the defense, that's really the biggest thing for them is that's a good team that can take advantage of having a really good defense on the other side because they can really slow it down if they want. And you have a coach who's won Super Bowls before in Harbaugh. I'm not ready to put down the Jaguars yet. Not yet. I know that was a bad showing against San Francisco. But, I mean, one, they had that weird fumble in that game. If that doesn't happen, you're right there. You're kind of back in it. And maybe you never know and they don't get blown out. Um I'm not ready to put them down as a contender. Mark, they've had turnover team. issues all win. year, though, buddy. Yeah, I'm not saying win the Super Bowl. I'm just saying a team that could maybe upset Kansas City in the divisional round. You know, they have a good game. I'm not going to just uh, get handed over because the Chiefs aren't a juggernaut. They're good. Um, they're not a juggernaut, though. Yeah, they're they're not nearly as good as they had been in previous years. They're still good, but... They're not the world-beating team from three or four years ago. They're just not that same team. You look at what's been degraded from them offensively, and I just don't think they can hang in those type of shootouts like they used to be able to yeah. and dominate in those type of shootouts. But I'd still probably head towards Baltimore. you got a defense. You have a dynamic playmaking quarterback. Coach. A good coach. That's probably where I'm going to head just to can. But if I'm the Jets, I'm sitting there going, if I can get Rodgers back sure. after Thanksgiving and we can hang and we can be kind of in position for a playoff spot when he returns, I think we, we look really good. Yeah, they have a good defense. Yeah. They have good skill position players. They can make it work. You know, they're in, they're in a good position. If Rodgers comes back, I'd leapfrog Miami. I, I'll be well, that, that game after Thanksgiving is, is huge now. Jets Absolutely. Miami. Yeah, well. We'll see. Absolutely. Um, I, I still have a hard time buying into Aaron Rodgers off of an Achilles injury in the same season, coming in and dominating and, and leading the Jets to the championship. He just needs to make better decisions than Zach Wilson. He doesn't need to go out there and be Aaron Rodgers of 2015. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? He just needs to go out there and make some better decisions. There, there's plenty of talent around him, and I think once they do that – that's a good team. Yeah, it is a good team, but I still think there's too many things there that need to come together. Okay, we got to get a trending. When we get back, where is Bill headed? What's a viable option if he does go somewhere else? Uh, we have a Celtics point that we have to make. Also, the Patriots documentary that's coming out in uh, February, Apple TV. We'll get our uh, – I want Ben's opinion on that, too. This is the Martin Kitchen Show 103.7 live from the card show at the Card Vault Card Show at Gillette Stadium.